I thought the secrets of making a good DC movie was to just not make a DC movie. (laughs) (laughs) And it's somewhere like Robbie's like deadlifting 330 pounds and he just stops and then bends the bar and he's like, Shannon. (laughs) And fire up the music because there's your cold open. (laughs) Um, All right. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 153, recording August 8th, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing PS5 hard drive updates. Uh, who and what doesn't work at Blizzard anymore? What? Why did I say what? Who doesn't work at Blizzard anymore? Suicide Squad, spoilers, games we have been playing, and more. To do this, I have with me, as always, Mr. Shannon. How about 615 more? Hello. <laughs> i mean i don't know what to say to that it's been a week dude like let me tell you like every, I, I think we've all I, been you know it's good you know it's good when when you get the like <sighs> okay let's go like that deep breath in yeah. always means it's gonna be good so it's been it's been a weekend boys um as it is probably been for both of you but let me tell you i was driving down to my girlfriend's house on friday uh, my truck does not have air conditioning right now, or it didn't at the beginning of the weekend. I had to recharge it, but it just blows like whatever the temperature is outside in your face, which is an attempt to keep you cool while you're driving. So my son and I are driving down to San Jose from the San Mateo area, which there's a good like 10 to 15 degree like increase when you drive down that direction. Yep. And, um, you know, my son wanted to partake in watching some uh mickey mouse uh clubhouse while we're driving down there um we get about five minutes away from my girlfriend's house and my son unload just unloads everything that was in his stomach like all over my phone and all over his car seat all over his clothes and he's just like i do not like this get it off me and like i'm in traffic so i can't like just pull over so you know I, i had to talk him off of that ledge and then we got to the house where he proceeded because well, I thought it was just car sickness, but mm-hmm. then he proceeded to empty out his guts like all night. And Oof. I was, you know, my girlfriend was a huge, huge help in being able to like we took rounds going back and forth, helping him out. We were like tag teaming this situation like he's four and a half and he's only puked like twice in his life so far. So like this was a foreign experience for everybody involved. Like we were all just like, how do we keep him calm? He's like, I don't know what this is. Ha- what's happening. He's getting fully uh, traumatized. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it was a big ordeal. Like Saturday, he was like perfectly fine, like playing whatever today he was like super lethargic. And every time he fell asleep, he, you know, woke up and had like the squirts. So mm-hmm. um, that, that was my weekend. Um, I had to get him in the car um, and get him back from my girlfriend's house without like hopefully him pooping or vomiting in the car. So yeah, that's why 615 
is what I sent you guys. I was like literally just getting him in the car and I was like, oh, dude, I'm not going to make it in time. 6.15 is going to be where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just be happy I'm here and I don't smell like vomit. I do. I did get the air conditioner fixed in the car. So instead of it smelling like hot vomit in my car, like all the way back, Mm -hmm. like I got it all cleaned out. It's all good. Like, yeah, we're we're good there, though. So that's that's good, at least. But I mean, uh, yeah, that that coronavirus shit sucks. Like, man, I remember when that went through my entire house one time, all of us, all four of us, like Evelyn was like eight months old. It hit Jonathan first. Then it hit me at about one in the morning. Then it got Steph at about five in the morning and then we wake up and Evelyn has it coming out of both, both ends. And we're just like, son of a bitch. It was the worst 24 hours in my house. Like it, it has gone down in infamy. We talk about it in hushed tones. Like, ugh. The worst. Dude, it is. It's hard. I'm like, my, my girlfriend just texted me. She's like, I'm sick. I was like, okay, well, I'm glad A, I'm out of that germ ball of a house. Yeah. Um, and we'll let that disinfect and calm down. But like, I'm waiting for like that just cold hand to be on my shoulder, like shortly after this podcast. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We'll you're going to get somewhere, somewhere in the next hour while we're recording, you're going to get that gurgle and it's going to be fucking <laughs> on, dude. Like, you just wait. Well, I just doubled down with some Chipotle, so it's just going to be an yeah. epic explosion. Yeah, that, that, ba- <laughs> that bacteria gives zero fucks, man. Like, just <laughs> strap up. You're you're in for a good one. Uh, also on this podcast, not that I've forgotten, is Justin Wax On Hair Off Carter. Yeah, I went this uh, this past week. I got my, my eyebrows touched up, and then I got my nose. They waxed the inside of both sides, so it's a baby smooth in there so he has nothing to stop germs from getting all up in his sinuses right? no dude they just kick down the front door just shoot and then out the other end real quick just whoop. i i noticed though his eyebrows were like super pointy at the end and i was just like once he said that i was like oh bro i was like you did get like totally like sculpted yeah. up there yeah well um, you know my chemical romance is rolling through in a couple weeks so he has to look his best you know, he's watching he's watching Ted Lasso now and Jamie Tart gets his eyebrows like threaded pretty yeah. much like every week. So he's just like, I want to try that. I want to see what that's about. <laughs> um, I just thought it was funny, too, that both of our stories involved having hot air blown on us <laughs> because uh, at Thursday this week, uh, my air conditioner went out when we got back from lunch to go back to work. And I came in. My house is normally set at 76. It was 78. And I was like, man, that's not good. And I put my hand out of the vent, and it's not cold air. It's not hot air. It's somewhere in between. And I'm just like, man, uh, this isn't good. So then I shut off the air conditioner, let it, like, just be alone off for, like, 20 minutes. And I'm like, all right, let's see. Kick it back on, see if it works. Same temperature of air. So I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. So I had to, like, email the landlord. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, they're not going to be able to get someone out here until tomorrow. Like, it's just going to get fucking hot in here. It's like two in the afternoon now in Arizona. And I'm just like, dude. And he emails me back and he's like, I can have someone there in an hour. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, thank you. And so he came. He was here for like a couple hours. He was able to get it back up and working. By the time he left, it was 84 in my house. It took forever to get it down to 78. But I was just glad he was able to actually like fix it all didn't have to order a part i didn't have to wait like two days like we were able to get it done and working (sighs) i i struggle to feel bad for you because the hottest it got in your house was 84 degrees (laughs) 
but I mean, I know that it could have been more disastrous. And when you were telling me the story before we started, I thought that definitely I was like, oh, man, like, how, how did he resolve this issue? How did he keep his dogs that are so used to like cold weather environments like, you know, cool? Like, how did he stay from melting? Did he lay on the floor and use displacement of, you know, just to keep himself, you know, uh, safe for a while? But you had like an it was like three hours that you didn't have AC. Um, yeah, about three, four hours. <laughs> but, when it's, but when it's a hundred and thirty five out, that, yeah. that's a long three or four hours. But you know what? Like. Give credit where credit is due. The insulation on his house held up pretty good. I mean, like, oh, yeah, I mean, no, if in like, like four hours, it only went up like 10 degrees. I mean, that's some pretty good, damn good insulation in that house. That is, yeah, true. yeah. It's, I mean, the ceilings aren't like super high, like, either. So it usually, like, you know, the air conditioner just kicks on for like a little bit and then kicks off and stuff for a while. So, what was it? Did it just get like, uh, did, did the part just like wear out? Did it just like give up? So if I remember correctly, because there was two things that were wrong. Um, oh, there was like a leak on something that he fixed, and then the other, he said that there was like two, basically like two motors, like kind of one on the outside, one on the inside, and he said the one on the outside quit working, and so because of that, the one on the inside that has like a thing where it's like if the outside one's not working, that it's like it knows to stop because something's like wrong or whatever, and that's like what happened. So it was like a safety yeah, thing or whatever. It like shut itself off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, knock on wood, anything did catch on fire. At least that would cool you off because, I mean, like the fire is probably burning colder than the temperature in Arizona. <laughs> right. Well, at least it, it would like, create a breeze. <laughs> well, it was like one of the few times where, you know, renting a house versus owning it actually paid off because it's like I didn't have to pay for anything for him to come out here and fix that. So that is it was like. You're just like outside, like turning on all the hoses and like spraying them up in the air. So it's just like raining on your house. It's <laughs> just to cool yeah. everything down. Well, it's like I busted out like the oscillating fan and stuff to try and at least get some like air circulation going, even though it was like just pushing around the same fucking stagnant air in the office and stuff. It, it was better than nothing, though. Very Damn. true. You're like um, contemplating for a second, like going back into work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not working like, from home I'm anymore. Like, man, the office is uh, sounding pretty good right about now. <laughs> well, speaking of blowing hot air, should we talk about this blizzard story a little bit? Now there's um, a transition. Right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, this last week, a the blizzard uh, released a statement, uh, basically confirming that company president Jay Allen Brack has left Blizzard to quote unquote. Uh, pursue new opportunities. I believe those opportunities involve not getting sued for large amounts of money personally. Um, also, opportunities might also include saving Activision stock prices by getting uh, falling on the axe. Um, it's hard to imagine what new opportunities would exist for this person in this statement in this uh, world we live in right now, considering all the stories that are going around. But here we are. So now the new head of Blizzard is going to be shared between Jen O'Neill and Mike Gabara. Um, and, you know, the they're all saying the right things. They're deeply committed to, you know, create the 
a good culture based uh, without any basis of gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation or background, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't, I, they need to do so much more than this. Like this is going to, I'm hoping this is step one because this is not going to make this go away. And it seems ridiculous that they would do this and be like, yeah, great problem solved. Got rid of that old culture. Okay. Everyone wants to go back to work now. Right guys, guys. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, they're hiring, you know, union busting law firms and, uh, you know, because they really, really don't want their employees to unionize. So it's, I'm, I'm curious. Do you guys have any feelings on this one way or another? It seems like a very much like a sacrificial lamb that's going to ultimately mean nothing. Yeah. I mean, you have one dude fall on the sword. I mean, this was a problem, not just from like the top. There was at every level on the way down, there was a problem. Uh, so I don't think one person leaving the company is going to solve any of those issues. Um, so I would employ the people that work at Activision to keep up the pressure and keep, um, you know, keep getting those uh, dirt bags out of there. Um, you know, keep holding your walkouts. Um, you know, I've seen a huge support on Twitter for the um, the, the walkout that happened last week. And um, I just uh, hope that people keep supporting um, their their plight and that more heads are going to roll because that behavior is unacceptable. And those people need to face the um, the punishments for their actions. Justin, do you have anything that you want to add to that? Well, yeah, it's just funny because, you know, damn well, he didn't step down. It was like he went before the board and they're like pulling straws and shit. And they're like, all right, like someone has to take the fall for this. And they're like all right, here's the situation. He's like, you get box A or box B. He's like, box A, you get to stay and deal with this. Box B, you walk away peacefully, take your severance, and fuck off. And it's like, all right, we'll take box B. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to yeah, totally. this, this homeboy was like, wait, I still got my stock options, right? Yeah, you still get stock options. Yeah. And you're going to pay me to leave? Yeah, 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 we're going to pay you a buttload of money. We're just backing that truck up to your house right now. Um, you know, we'll, we'll pay you a lot of money to just go away. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Seems. Uh, do I have to work? No, no. You basically, we want to pay you to not work. Uh, oh, cool. Like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go swim in my pool with my money. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna cash out some of the stock before the Dow opens tomorrow and <laughs> it fucking drops like 30 points. I mean, it, it, the the more I read about the story, the worse it gets. Like things with the, you know. The, the bathroom cameras and the dudes that would just walk in to the, uh, the women feeding their children, you know, like it, it, nursing their babies. And they're just like walking in and checking it out. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, how is that? Not everyone fired. Everyone. Like, just burn it all down. And I think that's to the point where they're at now is we're beyond Band-Aid fixes to this system and culture. And it's like. You know, I've seen a lot of conspiracy conspiracy type stuff of like Activision knew what was happening and they're just let it go this bad. So now they can swoop in and take all of Blizzard, just like fold it all into Activision proper and be like, yep, it's all us now because you guys couldn't control yourselves. So we're just doing full full control, uh, things like that. It, I mean, I I'm at a loss of how it got this bad for this long. It's the 
every story that comes out is astounding. And uh, Jay Allen Brack, I'm sure, you know, uh, since he was leading Blizzard, probably had acting knowledge of a bunch of his stuff. So you're a piece of shit. And I'm glad you're gone. But like, fuck all these people. You know, I don't really care anymore. Like, and, and, and selfishly, I'm pissed off because you ruined Blizzard games for me. Like, I don't really want to play Blizzard shit anymore. And I like Blizzard games. And it's like, but all can go to hell. Like, I don't want to support any of that. Like that. And, and sure, what is my one person not playing your game support? But like, yeah, I'm kind of good across the board. You know, like, I, 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 I can't put aside how reading all that stuff made me feel just because Diablo 4 came out. You know, like, I'm just not going to be able to do that. So, <sighs> I don't know. Hopefully we get some unionization and they can get some rights and we can do some stuff and shake some trees, but kind of just fuck blizzard in general. I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of where I'm at these days. Yeah, no, I mean, it would be really interesting to see if, uh, if they were to unionize, um, how that would change the video game industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm all for it. Um, you know, I'm all for that change. So, let, let's see what let's see what happens. Um, you know, maybe this will give us, um, you know, better quality in the industry, um, you know, better hours, happier workers, which in turn gives us a better product. So, yeah. I, you know, I mean, hey, what's it, it's like unions are OK. My my yeah, favorite weird. My, my favorite thing is how people are so like pro capitalism, anti union until they start talking about all the stuff that about their job. And I'm like, yeah, you know why your job is like that? Because of unions. You want to know why you get a weekend off? That would be because of unions. You want to know why you get paid holidays? That would be because of unions. Like they, no, no, <laughs> no capitalist, you know, in, in the late 1800s was like, Hey, you know what would be good? Those little girls were crushing with our uh, textile presses. Why don't we give them the weekend off? Like, they didn't give a shit. Like, come on, man. Like, fucking go read a book sometimes, people. Learn about <laughs> some things. Go go dig into the history of the Pinkerton Security Company if you really want your mind blown about some shit. Like, it's like, ah, <sighs> stuff just pisses me off. I'll get off my soapbox now. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, like, but, you know, it's, it's pretty funny that you, you mentioned Activision being, uh, you know, just waiting in the wings silently to, to kind of swoop in, but... Activision's doing some pretty shady shit in their games too. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to go into it, but uh, this yeah, week um, there was a, a story that broke on Reddit. Um, there was a, um, it was kind of like an ask me anything, like an open forum kind of thing. And somebody asked the question, one of the users asked the question, um, if there was something that you signed an NDA for that you were unable to talk about at that time, but since you no longer work for the company and the NDA no longer affects you, is there something that you would like to put in this thread to tell people about? Um, a user chimed in and said that uh, he used to work for Activision, specifically with the uh, the Call of Duty uh, on the Call of Duty side with the multiplayer, and uh, he had mentioned some. Uh, I guess, for the lack of a better word, an algorithm that they use for matchmaking that would pair users up based off of the guns that they were using uh, with their and look at their KD ratios as well. So it would take somebody that was really good, let's say, with a specific sniper rifle, and it would pair that person up with somebody who is not good with that sniper rifle 
Um, the difference being the guy that has the high KD ratio also is considered a whale um, in the industry. Basically, somebody who pays money for a free game or a free aspect of the game like skins mm. or cosmetic upgrades. So they would pair people up um, that use the similar guns, one better, one worse, and uh, would let that worse person get murdered by the uh, the better player uh, and show them the skin that the guy was using on his gun in hopes that the lesser uh, skilled player would spend money on that skin or other attachments on the gun. Um, so, you know, that caught wind. And now a lot of people are saying, hey, this is this is bullshit. Um, you know, you have an algorithm that works that can actually pair people together based off of their skill level. And instead of doing that, you're using it to pair people up to hawk your wares from your, uh, from your, your eShop. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that just adds another layer of grossness to like what's already going on with this, with these companies. Um, what are your takes on it? Well, Justin, why don't you go ahead? Yeah. You know, I, I think that, like, I've heard that's, like, tactics and stuff that other people have used before. I'm not 100% sure. I want to say, like, Fortnite did something similar, or maybe it was, I don't know, like, one of the other, like, FPS, like, PvP, like, games and stuff that do similar things like that to make you want to, like, see, like, what gun they have. You're basically marketing those items to the people that don't have it and saying, like, hey, maybe if you get this stuff, too, you'll be good like this person. And then they just sit there and like go takes you right to the store and stuff and whatever credit card mom and dad have on the Xbox that they use like once around Christmas time or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're sitting there just hitting accept on it and fucking before you know it, you have like $30 worth of in-game bullshit that your parents don't know that you bought. And then they try to be like reclaim it. It's like, nope, your kid acknowledged that, you know, they purchased it so we can't refund you anything. Well, that uh, that's almost applicable to me because uh, randomly noticed that I had Minecraft Dungeons purchased separately on my computer today, <laughs> which I did not purchase. And uh, look, turns out Evelyn figured out how to uh, make a purchase on her own and <laughs> wanted to play Minecraft Dungeons, and and her brother left the uh, the computer op- unlocked for her, so uh, that got adjusted. And changed, but thankfully <laughs> she didn't know how to start the game, so I was able to get a refund because it had never been played. But yes, good times. You're like, um, we have this for free on Game Pass, <laughs> right? I'm like, I can just download it. I can just download it. I did. Why was forty dollars spent? Um. Anyway, uh, my my thoughts on this is are twofold. It's super scummy. Like, it's really gross that this is the type of technology or, or the type of uses they're using their algorithms and technology for when it like to your point shannon it could obviously be used to make a better gaming experience uh but uh, conversely like they're not doing anything illegal they're not trying to they're not picking people up by their ankles and shaking them you know it's it's more it's more just super scummy and and it sucks that they don't care that that's how they're being perceived. Like they, they do not care that they'll be perceived as like the ugly bad guys in the situation. As long as people keep going, Oh, that sniper rifle is pretty cool. Why don't I get that? So it's, 
that that's more my just general feeling on it. It's just gross. Like, sure, is it not illegal? It's it's if you're a shareholder, arguably good business, but it's just fucking disgusting when you look at it. You know, I. Ugh. Shannon, you yeah. you actually play these games, so like, what what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I, and I guess that's their marketing. And I, everything I, I guess too. that's the and I guess that's the other side of it for me is I just don't play these games. Like, I kind of have in the back of my head that I know it's going to be like this. I know they're going to be out there trying to use some psychoanalyst, you know, shakedown to try to separate me from my dollars on a free to play game. So I just tend to stay away from free-to-play games for that reason. But as someone that plays them and enjoys them, I mean, I'm not looking down on you for it. I mean, if you like it, great. Screw <laughs> yourself. Um, but what's your take on that? Um, I don't. As far as being paired up against somebody like with the same gun or sniper rifle with a different skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I can pretty much just realize when I'm being outskilled, um, you know, with the shots that he's getting on me as sure. opposed to me, you know, attacking him. So it doesn't affect me that much uh, there. What gets me is the um, every season they have like a new operator that comes out with a mythic gun. So, you know, you have your standard um like basic guns you have skins that you can get for them or uh certain uh guns that come with pre-loadouts that you can earn through the season and then those are like your your rare or legendary weapons and then at the mm-hmm. end um there's ones that you can buy um and it's supposed to be a lottery um so when you go into the area there's like um i think there's 10 things that you can get if you want to spend actual currency right so you have to buy your call of duty coins and like it it uh it escalates like or it the 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 price increases every roll so like the first one's like 100 coins which you know is nothing um you know it's maybe like a buck but like by the time you're getting to the end it's like 3500 which is basically like 25 bucks um you know about uh, maybe a little bit more so if you know, on some of the guns, on some of the the skins, like last season, like I was kind of almost at the breaking point with the game because they had this gun. I didn't want it, but I had seen people on the forums actually say that if you wanted the gun with the full loadouts, you had to spend 350 bucks Oof. to get everything. And, and I'm I was out. just like, I'm deleting the program. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm that out. is gross. Like to and like I what he what's worse is I saw people in the game using it. Um, So it's Jeez. like I know that that dude dropped like three hundred and fifty bucks on that gun, which is just gross to me, like especially if it's if it's free to play. And, you know, I had, you know, wanted to test out and see like what was going on like how if if it's actually a lotto or not right Mm -hmm. so you know i just hit the the spin to see what would happen and um because like you know when i I buy the season pass just so i can you know have something to work towards and it's like 25 dollars for three months which is nothing so um you know at the time before all this bullshit came out i was like okay yeah i you know i'll i'll give them money i play this game a lot so i'll i'll give them some some coin 
Um, so I had some extra left over. I spun it. I spun it again. Like, and it basically gave you the lowest tier things. So there's no way that you're getting the operator or the gun without spending at least a hundred dollars on the uh, on that area. So like you're already out a hundred bucks just for an operator or a gun. And yeah, it's 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 getting it's getting gross. Uh, are, so are you still playing this? Because I'm not telling, as much. Because I'm telling you, after you're telling me this, I would, I I now will never play this game because because <laughs> goddamn that's disgusting, and I definitely would push me away from it if I was playing it. I mean, it's uh, it's something to play with my coworker at lunch, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have any other consoles, so. You know, for us to multiplayer at lunch, it's something to kill time. Have, but have I don't you considered bringing a, a domino set. <laughs> I, I, my understanding is you're making them. It's like, can you be like, hey, uh, yeah. want to play some dominoes? Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought about that. Um, Teaching you know. magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a. <laughs> You're like, I don't want your money on this. You could be wasting your money on this. And you just throw. Yeah, there's some resale value here. You can sell these cards when you're done with them. Uh, I just don't want to get. I'm I'm, I'm fruit stripe. I'm fruit stripe. You're uh, you're double (laughs) red. Let's roll. Yeah. It it might be a time for a change. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Sorry, yeah. go ahead, Justin. No, I was just going to say real quick while we're on that topic, too. I was like, I know Pokemon Unite is kind of in the same heat right now as well. I, cause that... I have had I've had that installed for like two weeks. And I, I'll be honest, I'm kind of scared to start it because I mean, people people tell me how crazy addictive the MOBA genre is and that it's a really good intro into MOBAs. So I haven't played it, but I watched a video on it and like Jim Sterling or whatever, like did a video about like what a pay to play piece of shit the game is. And I mean, looking at like graphics wise and stuff like it looks pretty nice, you know, and whatever. And from what I've heard is as far as a MOBA is, it's like pretty simple. Like it's not like chaotic, like all over the screen, like wow or something like, you know, it's pretty dumbed down. But for like the in-game like current like there's like six different in-game currencies and each like like buys different shit and then the premium currency is gems just like everything else and like you can buy clothes for your pokemon and they have like different clothes that you can purchase for them and like loot box shit that you can like buy to get like clothes and then you can like buy items and stuff that like buff their attacks and the stuff that you can use to actually buff their attacks, you can buy with the premium currency. So it's literally pay to play where you can like max a Pokemon out at like $200 or something like that. So all the free to play people are like getting their shit kicked in by all these people who are like throwing $200, $300 at it and getting like the best possible like team together. Nah, it sucks. Like that's, that's see, that's where there almost should be the like, Hey, do you pay a ton of money? Play in this tier. Are you like a true, true free to play player? Play over here. Or my you thing is, that's my thing is like if you're gonna have like currency like that, like have it only be currency you can earn in game that you can't like accelerate. If sure. you're gonna do shit like that. Like if you want to do the clothes thing where you can pay money to buy the actual clothes or whatever, that's fine. But if you're gonna sell like upgrade shit, 
Like, do that with stuff that you can only earn in-game so you don't have that, like, bridge gap between the two. And supposedly there's going to be an update that they're going to try to, I guess, correct, like, some of this stuff. But it's like, dude, you did the tell Like, you knew this shit was going to happen. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that this was, like, a big surprise to everybody that this is what ended up happening. Um, and the one thing I read that made a lot of sense to me was for the free-to-play market was to have essentially a cap of what a player can spend per like, like they were going off the battle pass system mm-hmm. and, and how, you know, what'd you say was Shannon's battle pass is 25 bucks, right? Like three mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Is essentially you, it's not possible to spend more than double the battle pass per the three months. And, and at least that would stop people from out. Like, you know, basically it would kind of put a cap on the pay to win mechanic in a lot of these games, like especially on a Pokemon unite. You know, if they're if they had a limit for what you could spend per even per month, you know, it would stop. It would at least throw the brakes on it and make the game more competitive and more fun. But when I'm sitting there going that someone's going to just spend a couple hundred bucks because they have it and I'll never get to where they are and I'm just going to get worked every time. Well, then why would I play to begin with? Why would I even start? Right. And then it's like ultimately it's even more scummy because between Call of Duty and Pokemon, like which one's marketed to kids? Like, right. You know, totally. so it's totally. like Pokemon. It's like you're totally that's going after the fucking kids to like ask their parents for fucking gems and crystals and shit to mm-hmm. like get Pikachu a fucking snapback and a 40. <laughs> I mean, that's the I mean, that's the wait, 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 thing wait. Too. I, I can get a snapback and a 40. OK, give me here. <laughs> You're like, Jonathan, get in here. Bring daddy's debit card. You're like, Pikachu's (laughs) breaking that 40 over somebody else's head and stabbing another Pokemon with it. You're just like, yeah, this is my game right here. Got Venusaur in the Uh, corner. Justin, Justin, we need to we need to stop production on negative space. We have a new game we need to make. So I'm I'm just going to send you a a design doc and we need to get started. uh, (laughs) You're going to have monsters. Monsters in your pocket, if you will, except they get weapons off the street, like baseball bats <laughs> and broken bottles and whatnot. You're like, I sent the design doc, and it's literally just like a pyramid scheme with like cut and paste, like Digimon <laughs> and shit. There's like a random like monster rancher like fucking picture all like zoomed in and cropped. I'm like, what the fuck is the giant money symbol with the Illuminati eye in the middle? <laughs> So, and for some reason, it's all done in Microsoft Paint, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Got the red string, and it's like crystals, and it's like, what does it mean? <laughs> all connected. They're like, why does crystals go to gems, which goes to units? What is like, what does that even mean? It means dollars, Justin! It means yeah. dollars! Decimal points, my man! Get it together! <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, you know... We came, we just got, talked about a lot of gross stuff, but at least we figured out how to make us all some money. So, okay. <laughs> so, so we'll be able to afford adding hard drives to our PlayStation fives. Huh? Huh? Justin, you like that segue? No, Dude, I mean, that. all the transitions have been on point this episode so Thank far. So, completely doing it off the top of my head. So, I'm trying to make it flow. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the uh, the new firmware the beta firmware they're updating for the PlayStation five will allow you to use that port and good Lord. My daughter is screaming her head off. Sorry if you can hear that, but, um, 
Wow. I bet, I bet there's a story waiting for me when I get out of this room. Um, so the beta firmware is updating for the PlayStation 5, and they are going to allow you to use that port that has been covered up so far uh, to add hard drives, internal hard drives, to your PlayStation 5. Only a very specific hard drive, for very specific measurements that weirdly became crazy expensive right after this got announced. So if you want to add a terabyte hard drive to your PlayStation 5, hope you're ready to spend three to five hundred dollars because that's about what they cost right now. Um, yeah, rough. Also, I mean, take, it, it involves taking the outer plastic shell off your hard drive and the screw and then. You know, if you got a, a heat sink, you need to add on there because they didn't account for heat sinks in there, but it still has to fit in those measurements. Uh, r- reminder that the Xbox process is you take it out of the package, plug it in the back system, and you go. But uh, yeah, PlayStation and hard drive upgrades, always a fun thing. Yeah, I don't know why Sony's got to be so difficult with their attachments. I mean, it, it, at the price that the one terabyte internal hard drive is for you could just buy another playstation 5 i mean assuming you can find one in the wild and just load up your shit on that one too so <laughs> i mean they kind of shoot themselves in the foot there um i'm pretty i mean yeah i just it's gross dude i mean i have the digital version um which i mean I don't understand if I'm done with the game, I'm probably just going to uninstall it and it's going to stay in my library so that if I want to play it at a later point, I can download it again. Uh, and I guess I'll just be doing that. I'll just be playing musical games for the rest of my generation. Um, Justin, how do you feel about this? Um, you know, it's one of those things where I know with the PS4 that was like an issue at first too. Like it didn't have like external drive, like compatibility and stuff. And then it was like an update later that they ended up doing and stuff to try and get it to work. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know why for Xbox it's so easy. And for PlayStation, it's not like, especially even like watching videos. That's why I stopped trying to watch videos at all, like all together on like the PS4, like downloaded videos and stuff like through like a USB drive, whatever, because the video player on the PlayStation like sucks and it like always has like format issues and like has to be like dot MKV instead of MP4 AVI, like whatever, where Xbox is literally like, bro, you know that uh, that program uh, VLC player that's on your computer? Yeah, we have it on the Xbox, and you can literally play any fucking file format you want on it, and you just plug in the hard drive, and it works. And it's like, why is it so easy for them? <laughs> Sony makes it so difficult. Oh, I don't know, because Sony likes to... I mean, that's the problem with Sony when they're the, the I guess, market leader, you know, is like they just become so... Um, their head, their egos just get so huge. Like, oh, we're with our market leader. We're going to stay that way. And like mm-hmm. the people who are going to buy our stuff are just going to buy it anyway, like regardless. Uh, so, you know, we got them where we want them. And <laughs> Xbox, they're like, you know, I, I think they're in such a hard pivot to get everything into an ecosystem that lets you play anywhere that they're just like whatever dude if you want to play it over here on this xbox you can but if you have a pc you could play it over here too and you know i i just think it's just 
it's like this whole mix and match. They're so loosey goosey. Like they just don't care. You know, they're just like play. They're just so happy to have somebody play on in their <laughs> ecosystem. So I, th- I think there's know. some truth to that. Cause remember that was very similar to how they approached the controller thing. When, when, before the consoles came out, the, you know, Sony was like, no, we remember quote unquote, we believe in generations and you can only use a PS5 controller on a PS5. You can't bring your PS4 controller over to use it on the PS5. And Microsoft was like, I don't give a shit, man. You got two sticks to rub together. Great. You can use them on the <laughs> Xbox. Like, I don't even care. Like, bring you got an old Duke from an OG Xbox. Plug that some bitch in. We're, we're going. It's going to be good times. And, and so, I think that was just from the top down, very much a design choice with the two. Like Xbox is all about backwards compatibility, accessibility, anything you got to work, just throw it in there. It'll, we can make it happen. And Sony is very much a, Hey, you got $600 and you want to play the best. Okay. You can come in. Oh, you don't. Sorry. Stay out, please. Thank you. You you know, it's, it's very much the walled garden approach for Sony. And it is too, you know, we've said for years now, it, I think they're going in two very different directions. Microsoft is transitioning to service-based gaming. Sony is very much sticking with their traditional format. And we're just kind of watching it play out, for for lack of a better term. I still don't know why in the year of our Lord 2021, we're dealing with, you know, hard drives that are underneath freaking plastic panels and involve screwdrivers and tools. I know it's easy. I know I could do it in like two minutes. I get it. It's not as easy as taking a package, opening a package, putting that thing in the back in a slot and walking away. It's not. It's just not. And and you sent you sent something a terabyte, two terabytes does not do what it did 10 years ago. That's like three games, bro. That's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you oh, you like Call of Duty. Great. Over half your hard drives full. Hope you don't want to play anything else. And yeah, I don't, it's just, it's just frustrating. It doesn't have to be this difficult to, to Shannon's point. It does not need to be this difficult. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. Cause I mean, I was just thinking about it and you know, like the PC market has always been like that, right? You always have, have had like Macs, which made a resurgence and now they're like, well, you know, if you want a Mac, you're going to pay through the nose and it's like a status thing, right? But like you could buy a PC for like probably a quarter of the price that'll do the same thing, but it doesn't have that name on it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, and I think that's what the what Sony is trying to do. But in the long run, it you know, it, it kind of boggles my mind. Like if Microsoft had the exclusives last generation and was able to put up a fight with Sony, how different this generation would be, um, you know, just because they would be rolling all of these top tier games into this service that they're trying to get this games as a service thing. And I think they would be a lot stronger of a competitor, but like they just botched that whole generation. Um, So it's a a bummer because I like what they're doing. They started, they had to restart their generation. It's like they launched that original Xbox one and went, Oh shit. Oh God. Oh no. (laughs) Put out the fire. Put out the fire. Okay. Actually, here's the Xbox one. Don't look over there. Please don't look that direction. Here it is. Uh, What do you mean? The generations? Oh, oh shit. By the time, (laughs) by the time they got it together, it was over. You know, it was just like, yeah, I'm just trying to think other than ratchet and clank, what I've honestly played on my PlayStation five. 
not much. Is it? Miles Morales. Yeah. Miles Morales. I, I still Miles haven't Morales. touched that game. I have it. <laughs> you should. It, it's really good. It's really good. It is a way more concentrated, better experience of the Spider-Man game from PS4. And it's plays a lot better. It runs a lot smoother. It's really cool. Like it's it, it to the point where I want them to do that again. I know probably Spider-Man two, whenever we get it is going to be the big 80, 90 hour game that the first one was, but no, give me the 12 hour miles Morales game. It was way more fun to me, but mm. you should play that game. It's really good. Okay. Okay. But to your point, I also haven't played much on my Xbox that has been just Xbox. Cause there isn't anything really. Well, also, you're going to play it all on your PC, right? I mean, I, mm, I've, I've been, I actually play more console still than PC. Um, that's because a lot of the games I am downloading and playing, I play with my kids. You mm-hmm. know, if we're, we're playing Gang Beasts or Minecraft Dungeons or, or things like that. Uh, not cooks or deli- overcooked, uh, overcooked, moving out, games like that. There have been big Game Pass hits in my house. Uh, Man Eater. Have you played Maneater yet, by the way? I have it, but I haven't played it. That, that game is so it's so much better than it has any right to be. <laughs> it is one of the you know, like every once in a while you get one of those games where you're playing it. You're a few hours in. You're enjoying the hell out of yourself and you have no idea why. You're like, why? <laughs> why am I having this much fun? This is so dumb. This is the stupidest game. But like, it's never not awesome. It's it's like that. It's really good. And I hope they make a sequel. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like my PC for RTS games. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't want to sit at my desk with a controller half the time. You know, it's understandable. Dustin, are you a, are you a PC sit at your desk with a controller gamer? No, that's why like most of the stuff I play majority of the time is like on the switch just because Mm. it's like, I work on a computer all day. Most of the time. Like, I mean, what I have been playing lately has been on the PC, but it's like I would play the shit out of it if it was on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Things like Grifflands, which I'm never going to double dip. I won't. I'm saying it out <laughs> loud to make it real. I, di- I didn't I didn't stare at that screen on Steam this weekend and go, hmm, 20 bucks. Uh, didn't do it. Didn't do it. <sighs> thought about it though i mean anyway um okay we can move on uh damn it i don't have a fun transition for this one but can we talk for a second about the deal that matt parker and trey stone signed with playstation or playstation with paramount plus 900 million dollar deal for 14 south park movies which i guess will be out of paramount plus I guess. And uh, part of that package is also uh, they're going to develop another game. They're not reporting yet if it's going to be a sequel to uh, the fractured butthole. Um, but apparently a new South Park game is coming. Uh, Stick of Truth has been was a, always one of my favorite games. I never played the second one. I don't know why. It just I don't know. I kind of fell off South Park in general. Um, but I, I couldn't believe when I saw that they were like, yeah, 14 movies. I, I'm sorry, but do enough people still care about South Park to want 14 movies? 
Well, and see, with the movies, I don't know. I don't think they're actually South Park movies. I think it's just movies directed by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I don't necessarily think oh, that okay, they're South okay. Park. But they did get renewed for five more seasons of South Park. They got up through, I think it's like season like 30 or something like that. I mean, I mean, they're in Simpsons territory now. It's just like, sure, yeah, okay. I don't know who still watches it, but all right. So obviously enough people do, so... Dude, I like I'll admit that I still watch South Park and I will admit that even though like I've gone back and watched a lot of like the greatest hits of like the mm-hmm. older ones and stuff, but it's like I still watch the new stuff. And even though it's different, it's like it's still like there's certain episodes like even last season that were just like bangers that were just like fucking hilarious and like spot on. And it's like they have like so much material to work with now that it's like such a crime that like they haven't really been around like the past like two years. Hmm. Interesting. But I mean, I believe you, but it's also yeah. one of those like, I, I don't, man, I just kind of just stopped caring. I, I believe you that that's still fun. Like it's still still good stuff gripping. But I don't know. South Park just lost me somewhere along the way. And I and, and I'm I'm, I'm going to say it's me that changed because I think it's still they're still doing the same stuff and it's still hidden. But I don't know. I, I and I'm someone that was in college when the spirit of Christmas, the OG cart, you know, cardboard cutout South Park was making the uh, making the rounds via the Internet. And yeah, when they were when they were at the Spike and Mike's uh, yeah, tested animation yeah. festivals. Yeah, totally. Like that's how that was my introduction to South Park. Um, and so I don't know, somewhere around the uh, the World of Warcraft episode, I was like, oh, that's really funny. And I think I'm done with this. Like, I don't know. It's good. But then I stopped watching Simpsons kind of the same way. Just one day I'm like, eh, enough Simpsons in my life. I think I'm good. So I don't know. I mean, I'm happy for him. That's amazing. That's that's a hell of a lot of stuff. It gives if it gets me cannibal the music too the musical too, I'm I'm on board. <laughs> That'll be good. But uh yeah. I mean, Shane, any big South Park thoughts? Do you care? No, I'm in I'm in the same ballpark as you. Uh I I can't remember the I think probably the last time I saw South Park was when I played the game The Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't played the sequel although every time i see it and it's on sale i'm like i should probably buy this because it looks like a pretty cool game to play um but yeah and then the under and then the underwear gnome sequence comes back into your brain and you just (laughs) that was awesome dude (laughs) i mean i i found my copy the other day and i was just like i can't believe i still own this um but yeah it, it i mean good for them i mean that's an insane amount of money and from what I hear, they work all the way up until like a minute before the show is supposed to air. And then they just kind of slap that stuff right on there. So, you know, good for those, you know, people. But um, but yeah, it's just it's not my my cup of tea anymore. Isn't getting old suck? <laughs> just saying, you know, it's just it's funny. It's because it's just your how your life changes just, you know, with kids and work mm-hmm. and you know, the weight of the world just crushing you every day. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it, it just no no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I feel like you hit 40 and like as a dad, you have to choose. Am I going to be the grill master, the brewmaster, the woodworker or like the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the sports guy? And uh, you just basically or, roll or, yourself are up. We, or are you going to start a podcast? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, there you go. So yeah, it's like uh, you know, we we've 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 made our 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 path, mm-hmm. and we're 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 on this journey together. So yeah, I don't have time for anything else. Or podcasting and uh, and making wares mm-hmm. with lam- lamination and whatnot and woodworking. It's good times. I don't know. What, I'm I'm curious to see what what Justin evolves into as he gets closer. <laughs> to it's gonna be yeah. really weird when he's all of a sudden like the super bearded uh, indie craft beer guy. You know, like it's gonna be really weird because he's not a beer guy at all now, and it's just gonna be like you know, the hops, the the, the <laughs> galaxy hops in this uh, stout are quite impressive. <laughs> He's going to be sitting be... there with his Warhammer figures, like hang expertly painting each one with like a fine paintbrush and like mm-hmm. all of his little art, artisanal paints, just getting them all all choice choice lines. It's like I only use brushes that contain the fur of Russian mice because I find that that grain <laughs> structure really provides the right uh, depth of feel for my paints. I'm like at Michael's in the brush aisle, like putting them to my tongue and like garbage and then just like throw it on the floor. <laughs> yes yes it's gonna be great uh speaking of things that aren't great though shannon have you noticed that you cannot spin pokestops as readily as you could a week ago uh yeah i hear it's uh, it's taken the pokemon go world by storm Um, people are not happy dude people are (laughs) yeah i've been on my twitter i've seen pokemon no um like (laughs) surfacing uh people are not happy including people i live with that uh, <laughs> that man they changed so they went back to the pre-covid distance for gyms and pokestops meaning uh you have to be right up on them now if you want to battle in a gym or uh spin a pokestop and boy howdy 18 months without those restrictions people really got used to it people really liked it and now having to uh actually get out there in the world with people to play this game like they used to. Mm, not happy. Not happy. Uh, I think it's kind of funny to be honest, because they literally, all they literally did was just go back to the, how it used to be in like <laughs> February of 2020. Um, or 20, 2020. 20? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 20? yeah. I'm like, how long have we been in lockdown? I'm like, what years? Who are you people? Um, and so, uh, yeah, all they did was just change it back to how it used to be, but no one wants that shit anymore. Yeah, because back before COVID, everybody was going to the gym. People were getting fit. People were walking to work. They were taking the bus. They were doing everything. They were active motherfuckers. And now all of a sudden, we've had 18 months where we've just been sitting in our house eating Cheetos. And, you know, we don't want to go out and walk around. We hate people now. It's fine. Like, you know, they're germ balls. Like, people don't want to get vaccinated. People don't want to wear their masks. People are throwing fits. Like, it's just a lot easier to be in your house and spin your Pokestops, use your re- remote raid passes with reckless abandon, and not have to worry about any of it. But, you know, now when I hear the word exercise, I keep thinking exercise, eggs or sides. Yes, food, please. Yes, <laughs> sure. that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> eggs with bacon. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, but the, uh, no, I, I think it also speaks to there's a lot of people that still are working from home still are not commuting still can't get out in the world due to a multitude of factors um in in this 
you know, United hellhole that we live in these days. And I, uh, I think it's just pretty shitty across the board to, to do it to people like that for really no reason. I mean, Pokemon go had growth during the pandemic. Um, I say during the pandemic, like it's over. Uh, but like in, in the last 18 months, they've, they've grown as a, as a game and a company. So I don't really see the reason why it just seems pointless to me. But, well, also the fact that their, their response team is response to this is just to ignore it. Like people are going to Twitter and they're saying like, dude, what the hell? Like, what are you going to do to fix this? Well, uh, you know, I'm still working from home. I have people that are immune compromised. I can't get out. And, and Nantic is just like, so uh, we're going to do a raid this weekend. Uh, they're, who's they're, gonna, they're, who's posting up, they're posting up a picture of Pikachu with sunglasses sliding out <laughs> over its eyes and saying, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Shane, you have to realize though, they didn't do nothing. They put together a team who will then, say that they're not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> when, when literally all they had to do was just go, sorry, my bad, and roll it back to how it was a week ago, and people would shut up. That's literally all they would have to do, is just be like, sorry, sorry, that was on this, that was on the Google Calendar for like two years. No one, no one checked it. No one realized that was the day. We're just going to flip that switch back. Yeah. It's all good, guys. They're like, I mean, guys, we've heard your complaints. Murkrow, 15% harder to catch now. <laughs> they, um, you know, they had the Pokemon No Strike Day, which was supposed to be August 5th, um, where people were just supposed to log in to do their daily stuff and then log out, not do anything extra. It would be interesting to see how many people supported the cause and actually did what they were supposed to do on August 5th to see how much of a revenue loss these, this company actually mm-hmm. took. But you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, uh, it, it doesn't change my behaviors. Um, you know, I, my, the work, the place I work at, um, has, uh, is a pokey stop. So basically I just have to, uh, stand in my building to, to spin it. So it's not affecting me as much as I thought it would. They're like, everyone, Pokemon, no, log out of your accounts. And meanwhile, Niantic's just like, yo, I got a Basculin with red eyes, y'all. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, I got to log in and get this red-eyed Basculin. That's that's what I got. I mean, come on. It's just ridiculous. It's a drug. You're addicted. Just spin your Pokestops. Sorry. <laughs> Go to your Starbucks. Yep. Go to Starbucks, get your, get your drugs to do your electronic drugs. It's fine. <laughs> We're it's, it's, it's the full dystopian future. We're here. Grab a coffee. Enjoy the fun. Um, okay. So why don't we, Hey, Justin, can we move the, the indie house story till next week? Yeah. Is that, that's fine. Cool with that? It's just, mm-hmm. uh, time allotting. Uh, and I think the dogs are down with that plan, too. We are going to do our little weekly consultation right now. Uh, and I have a game to talk to you guys about. Uh, it's a game called New Pokemon Snap. Have you heard of it? Are you familiar? Uh, uh, yeah. You know, I may have heard of it once or twice. So they released an update uh, last week. I believe it unlocked on Thursday. And I have to tell you, if they had, this was a free update. It's just part of the game. If you go and, and you know, reload it, it'll load up. 
if they had released this as paid DLC and charged me $20 for it, I would have felt totally fine with my purchase. Like they added three, three areas. So there's a area in the first park that is a new alternate path, but now you shrink down to a tiny size. So all the Pokemon are enormous as you go through there. And there's some, there, like there's some new Pokemon in the area, like Snorlax and uh, just some other things that you can see that you never could have seen before. And then, so that's a day and night. And then there's a, uh, the mighty wide river, which is based in the jungle area. And that gets you, you know, uh, Gyarados and for alligator and a bunch of other things that also has day and night. And then there's Badlands, which has a new mystical Pokemon in the game. Uh, and a bunch of stuff we haven't seen before. New variants, uh, Swalots and Venipedes and all this crazy shit. Um, and it's really cool. Like it's, it's really well done. Super polished feels like part of the game. And it's crazy to me that it's free. I played the hell out of it. I think I've already maxed it out because it's just that same addictive gameplay and it's incredibly well done. And if you are like me and enjoyed the first or the initial release, just pick it up and play it. Cause it's awesome. You see, I went in because I heard the rave reviews and mm-hmm. I downloaded the um, DLC and mm-hmm. I have not progressed far enough in the game to actually have it unlock for me. Like uh, I, I do have, I think I'm on like the continent that's in the, the upper right hand corner. Are you um, the volcano part of the ice? Part? Yeah, both. Volcano? Like I okay. have both of those. So like I'm right there, but, and, and I, 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 I could have sworn that was pretty close to the end of the game. Yeah. Um, you- and, uh, like they're just like, yeah, you got to complete the game before these things unload, but or be- before they unlock. But mm-hmm. they're here. You've downloaded them. You can try them later. Um, finish the game, you dumbass. Um, so I was kind of bummed about that, that I didn't get to try him. Um, but I have it and I do want to go back to it because I did enjoy that game. Yeah. Um, but my question to you is if you shrink down, like, are you basically replacing the pictures you've already taken of those Pokemon with like giant versions of them because you're smaller? I mean, you is can. that basically what it comes down to? You can. I mean, you can you can choose to keep the ones you already have if you like mm-hmm. them better. But mm-hmm. usually, I just keep whatever one scores the highest because I'm trying mm-hmm. to get diamond level across all my photos. Um, and so yeah, you can. But the best pictures that come out of there don't aren't reliant on you being small. Like there's a, okay. a fight a fight between a Dodrio and a Torterra. That's a really cool photo op, and you're far enough away from it that it's not like they're, you know, kaiju fighting. They just look normal because you're far enough away. But uh, yeah, it's cool cool stuff like that. And there's and they they've got a lot of tricks. Like you know when you find the Snorlax it's sleeping, and there's a trick to wake it up. You gotta throw a berry in its mouth as it's snoring and then play music and then it stands up and then now it's in the field at the end of that level. And if you, uh, to quote my son, yeet a fluff fruit at it from across the field, it charges you like it runs straight at you, which is really funny. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's really neat. Um, and yeah, if you're in the ice part, you've, probably got like an hour left of that game so you should just knock it out because it also unlocks like the reef 
level when you beat it um, and some other stuff. So nice. Yeah, that's the second big free DLC that they announced, I think, this week, because I think Mario Golf also got a new course. Mm -hmm. So whatever Nintendo is doing to try to keep their fan base happy, keep doing it. Yeah, like I, I said on Twitter, and and I hope Nintendo doesn't see it, I would have paid for this. Like, if they want to roll out three more levels, I, sure, give it to me. I am super on board. Like, this is very exciting that it's this big of an update, you know? And, and there's some quality of life stuff. Like, you know how you can level up a area? So maybe there's something in level one that you didn't get or that's now gone now that you're in level three or whatever. When you go to retry, you can pick what level you want right there. You don't have to go all the way out to the main menu and all the way back in like you had to in the, in the past. Now you can just select right there and go, which is a, a very nice, you know, because as much as I like Pokemon Snap, that game loves its menus. Good Lord. There's a lot of menus in that game that do not necessarily need to be there. So I, I still I, I weird. I wouldn't have thought this, but. I think Pokemon Snap's going to be like a top five game for me so far on my game of the year. It's I've played the hell out of it and it's really fun. Um, another game, Shannon, my man, that I think is all it was going to be for you. The Sega Pacross game. I already Download. bought it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so knowing that it was coming down the pipe this week, uh, I rushed to get through Picross 6 um, so that I could get that one off of my uh, docket and get the new one. And uh, it is glorious. It's really good. I It has the thing in it that uh, Konami Pixel Puzzle on the iOS had, which is really just it tickles that part of my brain that I love where it's like, Oh, the puzzle's over and look, it's a sprite from an old video game. I love that shit. And except now it's games that I actually like, not necessarily like, Oh cool. It's Castlevania and a whole bunch of shit I've never heard of, which is what the Konami game was. Um, yeah, I, I growing up, I was a Sega master system and Sega Genesis kid and, you know, playing all these different puzzles across all these different, uh, genres. It, it, you know, I like seeing Alex Kidd. I like seeing Kid Chameleon. I like how they have the uh, the puzzles where you're doing pieces of them to make one big puzzle. All of that stuff's really cool, and you unlock those pieces by playing the main game. Um, and it's Jupiter. Jupiter makes the best Picross games. They just they just do. Like that's who's made all the prior ones that you've been playing on the Switch. And I just love their system for for Picross and how it all works. If you yeah. like if you like Picross, it's a great game. It's, it's yeah, fun. Color Picross is always a fan. I'm always a fan of. Yeah. Um, I do like the. Uh, I don't like the ones I don't like are the Mega Picross, the ones where it you can it's like got the bigger numbers now over two um, mm -hmm. rows, and then you have to figure out how they sneak together to to fit. Like that kind of annoys me. Yeah, those those like break my brain in a way that, especially when you've done say by example 20 puzzles in in standard picross one right after one right after one right after and then you go to that and it's just like i don't i can't my brain doesn't want to work uh you know like i can't put it together my systems don't work now um so yeah i think it's 
the mega are those I should just go to first. Because when I start playing my their standard game first and then go to those, it never works well for me. It's it's ugly. Yeah, no, I went through that first page real fast. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was just like, okay, a, a ninja star from Shinobi, cool. Um, you know, Sonic as a ball. Uh, you're stretching here, but I'll yeah. give it to you. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's it's fun. Uh, it does. Uh, I do want to see some like Top Gun in there somewhere or like mm-hmm. Afterburner or, you know, I've seen a couple arrow signs from like, uh, what was it? Um, Outrun. Outrun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, OK, you're kind of taking some liberties here, but I, I get you're trying to pad the game out. Um, it's it's but, also yeah, it's the, like five by five puzzle. So, yeah, you know, they can only do <laughs> but the uh, I, w- I want some decap attack, a little Chuck D head action. You know, give me that. I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure like there's some Streets of Rage in there. Um, oh, yeah. you know, there's got to be some, you know, I, I kind of want to see an Altered Beast one in there, too, somewhere. So, you know, it's probably going to be one of the uh, the larger uh, Picross puzzles, the ones where you have to piece everything together. But I think that'd be pretty cool to have one of those like landscapes. Um, would be cool. But yeah, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, so uh, I've been playing the hell out of my Switch with some Pokemon and uh Picross, but that's all I've been doing this week. Uh, what other than Picross, Shannon? What have you been playing? So I went ham this weekend on my uh, Switch. Mm. Um, so I downloaded the uh, the Picross, the Genesis Collection. I also downloaded a game called Dodgeball Academia, <laughs> which is a um, that sounds got, like some anime bullshit. You know what? It's it's got the uh, art style of like a River City Ransom Girls um, okay. or, like style. Um, but basically, you're a dude who has excelled at his dodgeball school and gets uh, a letter to go kind of like Hogwarts style to go to the elite dodgeball school. OK. And um, it's basically like super dodgeball um, mixed uh, into a more modern uh like ha- actually a fleshed out story so basically you are going around the school trying to assemble a team because you're going to be in this three-on-three tournament um and you basically need to keep doing well in the tournament so that your school continues to make money so that it can stay open because you know dodgeball is life um so you assemble this crackpot team and you base everybody's got their own special throws, their abilities. Um, you know, some people can catch dodgeballs. Some people can um, kick a dodgeball back into somebody else's face and deal damage to them. So there's like RPG elements because everybody levels up and gets um, strengths and new perks. Um, I haven't quite figured out yet, like how to your character always faces the main like uh, field. But what happens later on is when you start eliminating characters, they go into like the out of bounds area around you. And if somebody throws a ball and misses you, you know, they can pick up the ball and attack you from the other side. Um, But you never face that direction. Like even if you're running away to get a ball, you never really like face that direction. So it's kind of I don't know how I'm going to how they're going to rectify that later. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's fun right now. Um, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I also bought Dungeon Defenders. Um, I don't know if you've ever played it on the Xbox. 
Um, But that game, uh, I played the hell out of it. Um, So basically, it's a tower defense game um, that you start um, kind of like a top-down or like three-quarter view um, where you kind of put out your turrets and everything that you want to to protect the crystal um, that's in the middle or, you know, somewhere on your, your side of the battlefield. Enemies come, you're supposed to take them out with your turrets, but you can also... Um, go into your character and then be at like a first person view. So like you're the hero and you can go around and you can also attack monsters. So you can set your turrets up in like one area of the map and then you can take, you can solo like another part. Um, And there's four different characters you can choose from. Um, You know, there's the mage, the rogue, uh, the warrior and the monk are, are the, the main classes they all have their own benefits they all have their own turrets and uh, assault styles so it does lend itself to having a good multiplayer um so i I would be interested to see how it plays on the switch i haven't actually started it up yet so i don't know if it's going to struggle because i remember on the xbox it got pretty crazy like with dragons flying in and hordes of enemies on the screen so i'll be interested to see if the switch struggles to keep up with all that yeah, I'm watching the trailer now. It looks really interesting. Yeah, it's like I had a lot of fun with that game. Okay. I'd, so I'd, when I saw hmm. it, I was like, I need to get this and try it. But, yeah, let me know. Um, let me know how it plays on the Switch because I I could be talked into thirty bucks for this yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, I th- I would check to see if it's uh, if there is uh because there's I think this is, I think this is the third iteration of the game so you should check to see if maybe it's on game pass or something um and you can try playing one of the first two because i had a hoot playing playing it um but that's all i've been playing this week justin um what are you playing this week yeah i also will let you know um i did download the dodgeball game because it is on game pass but i have not played it yet okay i think you'll like it no, the art style looked really cute, and it, looked, it basically looks like My Hero Academia mixed with dodgeball. So, <laughs> um, yeah, when that when that when your when your main character gets his like first like super throw, and it's like a Hadouken or like a like a Kamehameha like blast, you're just like, <laughs> this is like straight out of anime. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this week, so I actually booted up Mario Golf and played the update. Uh, I tried out Toadette on the um new donk city levels for mario golf and i gotta say like i hope we get more levels like it like i mean the play like i'd be cool to have like maybe like it doesn't even have to be i mean i guess it makes sense if it was mario but since it's on the switch and stuff i mean they can do like i don't know a splatoon level or like a breath of the wild like section or something like that i think would be really cool um but yeah it's a lot of fun i really like toadette um she's like pretty good her special is she basically pulls out like a uh it's similar to toads in the sense but she pulls out like a giant uh captain toad like pickaxe and then swings and then hits the ball and it basically will go completely straight and then stop like wherever you like let it end I mistakenly used it on this one level where I need to hit the ball up an incline and instead it just hit it straight on. And then so it just hit the side of the mountain and fell or whatever. So then I got the penalty and I was like, God damn it. Like I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but uh, no, New Donk City was a lot of fun. And like, it seems like 
it was fun, but it seems like it'd be even better as a speed golf course because there's like fire hydrants like exploding and stuff. So I'm assuming like, and there's like little speed platforms and stuff. So it's like, I'm assuming that level was more designed around doing the speed golf and stuff and having each other, like pushing each other in the fire hydrants and running across the little speed tracks and stuff to like get a boost, stuff like that. But it was super cute. Like, I hope we get more updates for it. Did, did they fix the cross country golf? No. Okay. Then I'm not going to be playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to do more speed golf again with you guys though. Like with like all the levels unlocked since we only did speed golf, like with the original, like what, like two or three levels or whatever, like didn't even get to do the fun levels. But that game hurt my feelings, Justin. So I know, I know. All right. That. All right. But, uh, and then I played uh, this little game. It's called Mixaluma. Um, on itch.io, there was like a bundle or whatever for like five games for like nine bucks. And it's like a little puzzle game. And it's like the art style, like the pixel art style is like really pretty. Like the music's pretty good. And it's similar to Tetris where stuff's dropping, but it's in like the shape of almost like a gym. And all the pieces are like triangular so you can rotate it like four ways and stuff and then if it like lands halfway it like you know splits off so it's like the waist you have to be very conscious and stuff of like where exactly you're setting the blocks because it's like if you set it on like a certain section the half will like break off and slide down this way and the other half will slide this way and stuff so it was Hmm. pretty interesting it was just a little game that was pretty fun but the main thing i i ended up playing this week was loop hero yeah it was (laughs) yeah it was i uh friday at four o'clock in the afternoon i had all intentions of this like a bunch of new games i wanted to play like i was like thinking about like oh man maybe i should pick up this or this or whatever to play booted up loop hero instead and uh 4 p.m turned to 9 p.m very quickly (laughs) i uh looked up from the screen to realize it is now dark out and i Mm -hmm. had been undisturbed for five hours playing loop hero (laughs) <laughs> just going man one more run one more. oh dude i almost got to the boss because i'm like risk it for the biscuit when i play that game i'm like yeah i could leave with my resources but i'm so close to getting to the boss like i think i can do it unless it's just like a god-awful run where i'm like not getting anything that i need i'm just like all right i'm just gonna get as close to camp as i can get and then just pull out because this isn't gonna end well for me but um i finally got to the second boss uh she wrecked my shit and i had such a good build for like the defensive too like my evasiveness was maxed out at 75 percent. i sent you guys like a picture and stuff like my stats were like the best they had ever been and it's like if it had been the first boss i would have murked him easy but then the second boss it's like yeah that strategy used for the first boss that don't work here buddy like <laughs> and it just murdered me and i was like god damn it like so um, but I finally got enough resources to unlock the Necromancer, and I got to play with the Necromancer, which is really interesting because the Necromancer doesn't actually fight. It summons um, skeletons to fight for them, and mm. attack speed, instead of like how quickly you're attacking, is how quickly you get to summon skeletons. And then there's different, there's like five different skeletons that you can summon, and it kind of switches between. Um, what gets summoned is based on like there's like the level of skeleton and stuff and then like there's a chance or like skeleton chance like percentage or whatever so you have to get the percentage higher 
to be able to like ideally summon like the better skeletons and you get two you start out with two and there's equipment and stuff that you get that can, like adds one skeleton and some of the like perks and stuff when you like go around and you unlock it's like max plus one skeleton and stuff so i got to a point where i had like four skeletons and was summoning them up and stuff and i almost got to the boss i was like this close and then i made a fucking mountain like the giant harpy peak mountain and yeah, stuff. Yeah. so one of those harpies swooped down and uh those things attack very fast and she did not give a shit about my skeletons and was just like <laughs> bombing me and i was like god damn it and they're trying to kill her and i'm just like come on come on come on and she got me and i was like because she was on a tile with like two other things and i'm like oh no man this is it <laughs> That's the end. but i had to do a little bit more research and stuff and i have like there's like a couple of things like forests and like desert and stuff are like the tiles that you need and i'm like close to unlocking those so i need a couple more materials i need to quit dying <laughs> and actually just like all right, we're not going to the boss. Just take all my resources so I can actually build shit at my camp. Yeah, just keep just keep checking in at your camp, you know? Yeah. Actually, actually end the run sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm going all the way, baby. We're going to beat the boss. But, yeah. no, that was a lot of fun, and I really hope that we get some, like, a new... I'm sure at some point, like, there will be, like, a Devolver, something where we're going to get, like, a new character and, like, new boss and stuff for that game. So, Zach, how far have you gotten in that game? Uh, I have lost to the first boss about four times. That's the, and I have not beat it yet. Okay. Okay. But, uh, but now I, and, and to be fair, I've, I haven't played it in like probably two months, but they just released that latest big patch update that's supposed to drop a bunch of quality of life stuff in there. No. So. Dude, that no? stuff. No, no, I was, I was agreeing with you. No, oh, that okay. stuff made like all the diff. Like, there's um, they added four times speed on the overworld map, so uh, it's like you can just nice. like go like, especially like, it's the very, it's super nice at the very beginning when everything's like just slimes because it's like you don't need to like struggle. Like later on, once there's more shit on the board, it gets hectic. Like I slowed it back down to two or one because it's like, oh shit, like I need to stop real quick and like rearrange stuff real quick before I continue. But in the beginning, when you have, like, nothing on the board, it's just slimes. I'm like, dude, crank that shit to four. And just watch all the loot and stuff come yeah. in. Like, it doesn't matter. And then once I started, like, got, like, two or three things on the board, I'm like, all right, let's drop this back down a little bit. Because now I actually need to pay attention to what's happening on the board. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, to be fair, that that hole got filled with Power Wash Simulator. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but now that I've got rid of all of the content in power wash or finished all the content in power wash i'm, I'm going to have to go back to loop hero and and i think i'm ready dude and loop it fit it fit like such a glove man that music came back like as it was built yeah. up i was like ah oh, yeah i was like oh, I, was, I was like this is nice soundtrack is a banger dude it really is it was so good Shannon, you you, you try that one yet no i have not Dude, I will tell you right now, I told Zach this earlier, it is going to be on my game of the year list, and I know it's going to be top three. I don't know where in that top three, but it will not get lower than third. I can guarantee you that. Like, that's how good it is. You see, I have it on my computer, and I stare at that icon, and I'm just like... <laughs> no, I, I don't like, know. What am I getting myself into? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can do this right now. <laughs> I, I, I will... I will 
second Justin and saying you should play it at some point before December because it is going to be part of the game of the year discussion. Like, absolutely. It's it's just so impressive. It really is. And and it's really just so unique. Like I I haven't played anything like it. And I think that's part of the appeal, uh, to be honest. But it it's really fun and it plays out a really good story and and it's cool like it's just cool like you play the game and it's like man this is just neat how did they even come up with this shit you know well and it's like one of those things where it nails the like easy to learn hard to master thing because so much of it is like 50 percent skill and it's like the other half is literal luck like (laughs) there are runs where you will not get the cards you need like you mm-hmm. will like run into a bad patch on the map and you will just get screwed. Like it is out of your control. But then the other half of it is like knowing where to place stuff on the map and outside of the map and stuff to like get the most bang for your buck. And or or you're having like one of the best runs you've ever had, and then next five minutes later you're cursing the gods of why did I put that fucking vampire mansion there? Like goddamn it! <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Dude, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I've been playing it off and on since it came out. And it's like, today, I was still looking up shit on it. Like, I was yeah. still like, <laughs> oh, man, like, what like what can I do to make this better? And, like, watching people's, like, videos on, like, this is what I would do for the deck and stuff. And it's like, dude, I wouldn't have even thought of that shit. Like, so it's like, I'm still learning. And it's like, I'm all, I haven't even beaten the second boss. There's only, like, three bosses. <laughs> and it's like, I still haven't even beat. I just got to the second boss once. Like, so it's one of those things to keep, like, just kind of, like, grinding towards. But it's like, even when you lose, it's not like I feel defeated because I still get to take resources back to, like, try and, like, do mm-hmm. better next time. But yeah, it's fantastic. Hell of a game, Loop Hero. Uh, let's let's discuss a hell of a movie that came out this weekend. And uh, we're going to do some spoiler talk here. So if you don't want Suicide Squad spoilers, we'll catch you guys next week. And thank you for joining us. But if you're like us and saw Suicide Squad this weekend, let's dive in, shall we? I know the dogs are ready. <laughs> and uh, and we are going to go for it. So uh, Suicide Squad, James Gunn, the sequel slash remake of Suicide Squad from a few years ago hit um, Idris Elba and Margot Robbie and a whole cast of characters, literally characters, Polka Dot Man and uh, King Shark and the like. What uh, what did we all think? Shannon. <laughs> why <laughs> you got to start off with me, Nita. I You I know str- why I got to start with you. Yeah, because I'm going to give you an honest opinion and you two, you two are just going to be like, I loved it. Um, I did not. I don't know. Like, it was all right. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a hard time. Um, I don't know why I didn't like it, but it just didn't feel. I don't know. It kind of felt like it was uh, trying too hard. Like the characters, were, everybody was just trying too hard to do too much in the movie and i don't feel like the last boss like the the big bad was um like i don't know bad enough i guess i I was kind of expecting like a more personable entity instead of like a big starfish um i was disappointed in peacemaker's arc um (laughs) i was disappointed in 
uh, you know, the leader of the Suicide Squad getting offed, um, you know, in this flag. Yeah. Um, Michael Roker's character, like you see him in all of the freaking trailers and his character literally lasts like five minutes in the movie and does is literally the biggest chicken I've ever seen uh, in one of these movies. Uh, But I mean, yeah, the whole, you know, they kind of leaned into that Suicide Squad thing in the first five minutes of that movie. You kind of knew what you were getting yourself into. Um, there were some scenes that I did laugh at. I mean, but most of them were in the trailer. Like, you know, when Peacemaker's talking about eating dicks off of a beach, like, I mean, yeah. that's pretty funny. Um, their walk into the, uh, the camp, the, um, the, the show flag. Off. The yeah. show off, uh, yeah. scenes. I, I love just that escalation as it's like, <laughs> oh, you're going to use that. I'll use this. Oh, you're going to kill him this way. I'll kill him this way and I'll do it this way. And it's like, and, and yeah. the, though. The conversation they had at the end when he's like, no one likes a show off. And he's like, you're right. Except for when what they're showing off is bad fucking ass. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud. Like, I literally yeah. laughed out loud. That shit was great. Yeah, that whole sequence, especially when they open the tent to get flag and like he's just chilling there. And they're like, yeah. what did you do to all the freedom fighters? <laughs> and they're just like, oh, those are freedom fighters. OK. Like, they're like, I didn't see anyone out there. I don't what <laughs> people. And then, like, Sylvester Stallone trying to take uh, Vin Diesel's, like, I am Groot action with uh, King Shark. I mean, come on now. Um, I I just, um, yeah, it it felt a little underwhelming. I felt like uh, they kind of shoehorned Harley Quinn's um, arc in that movie as well. Um, uh, Can we talk about that for a second? mm -hmm. Um, Because that, to me, is my biggest problem with the movie is, and let me be up, up front. I'm not a Harley Quinn guy. I don't really understand the fascination with the character. I don't really get, I think Margot Robbie plays her great. It's not her depiction of Harley Quinn that I have a problem with. It's just the overall like character of Harley Quinn. I don't really get like why people love it so much, but I'm willing to also be like, that's me. I don't understand it. And that's fine. Let people like what they like. Um, But you have a wonderful ensemble movie. It's playing out like a wonderful cast ensemble movie. And then we stopped that for 30 minutes of Harley Quinn by herself. And then she rejoins the team and we go. And it just to me, it just stopped the movie in its tracks when when she gets kidnapped. Marries the dictator or whatever offs him, then gets tortured. Oh, and we got the team back. Okay, great. And it just was one of those things where I I don't know, like, and it was just, you could tell it was just so Harley Quinn could get her shine for that moment because it's obviously the biggest character in this movie, but it just felt, it felt really tacked on. Just that whole sequence felt incredibly tacked on. Yeah. Justin, what did you think? So obviously just real quick, the Harley thing. I mean, I completely agree. Um, I almost feel like it had to have been something in her contract. Where that she would get X amount of screen time. So they had to a lot for that. I'm assuming that's Mm -hmm. what probably happened. And then it kind of got thrown in there like later on. It's kind of what it seemed like, because I feel like you could easily cut from her getting taken to them torturing her. And like that would have been an easy jump. And then they had just intersected that entire subplot like in between those two moments. 
and you could have easily taken it out or put it in and like it wouldn't have made a difference yeah but um i mean the one thing i did like about that moment was it showed the change in harley quinn's character from the first suicide squad movie from birds of prey to like now where she was like nope not going down this road again and then yeah, just shot yeah. him dead in the chest and was like nope like i uh, i've moved on from that my therapist told me like if something crazy shit like the separate from the situation mm-hmm. that's what i'm doing and, uh, I, and but, I and i did like how she was like i can't believe this thing had a bullet in it yeah that, dude and so real my favorite part of the entire fucking movie that like destroyed me because of like how shit like this happens all the time in comic books and they never really address it and they actually brought it up was at the very beginning when they're like yeah we're assembling your team and they get to peacemaker and he's like he literally has the same powers and he's like <laughs> yeah. how does that like and he's like well i have your power but it's better and he's like okay well how but it's like it happens like there's like a million speedsters and like the marvel mm-hmm. and whatever so it's like funny that they address well he literally just has the same power as me <laughs> like, so yeah why, that, why are we, that what are we great. doing um yeah the entire like opening like sequence i thought was really funny that it was like the decoy team mm-hmm. and then like the real team and then it's like well how did we get here and then it shows and they kind of did a lot of like what cabin fever did and stuff with like waller's office like behind the scenes taking bets and stuff and yeah. like then like fucking around like those moments and stuff were really funny and i thought brought like a lot of comedy and stuff to the movie um I, I like how the movie starts with uh, no one checking to see if Weasel knew how to swim. Yeah. And, just, and his ass just drowns. Like, <laughs> and, then he, and then he wakes up on the island at the end, yeah. just kind of scurries. I'm like, well, he, he murdered like 37 children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, well, it was pretty funny to see Nathan Fillion in it, too, for like five seconds. Yeah. Um, the detachable kid. Yeah. His arms yeah. just float around. <laughs> And from what I heard too, Peacemaker is also getting his own like side thing too. Like yeah, a he's TV getting a show. TV. Se- he's getting a TV series. Yeah. So I was like, John Cena's really coming up. Like he's in Fast and the Furious, and then Suicide Squad. And... Yeah, he's been in two shitty movies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna gloss over that. The uh, I think this movie really though was Ratcatcher's movie. Like she kind of she kind of stole the show in this one. Like I, th- I thought she was the best character. Like she, she kind of had the best display through the whole thing. I love how she used her rats to take down uh Starro, but who knew there were 3 billion rats living on this Island, but you know, still here we are. Um, and I, no, I just thought, I thought she was a great character all, all told. I do think it's really funny though, how they basically just made guardians of the galaxy, but with DC characters. I mean, like you said, there was the Groot character. There was the Star-Lord character with Bloodsport. You had the Mantis character with Ratcatcher, Gamora, Harley Quinn. You know, like you can just go down the line. There's parallels all the way. You know, Peacemaker was Drax with the one-liners and stuff like that. It's just it was very funny to me that they had archetypes and they were just like, okay, we're just going to fill the archetypes and go. But I mean. It, I was just it's one of those things that like works time and time again. That's what they did with Force Awakens, where they're like, "Here's the skeletal outline that we're gonna use, and we'll just build off of that." <laughs> and that's basically what they like. Yeah, hey, let's yeah. watch. They're like, "Let's watch Guardians and Step Brothers, and we'll combine the two together." <laughs> right. With with the gore from like some old trauma movies, and 
and here we go. Uh, I did, I did like Polka Dot Man. I want to shout out Polka Dot Man. I thought he was great. Yeah, um, I, you know, I wanted him like to be more influential in that last uh, battle. Totally. Instead, he basically like took like, okay, first of all, why didn't you aim your polka dots higher? Why did you take out his foot? Like of all of the things, you know, to aim for, you know, don't go for the big giant eyeball in the middle. Go for the foot. <laughs> it was kind of a bummer move. But um, I thought that last like sequence of how they actually kill it was disturbing, <laughs> like on a whole like different level. Like watching the rats crawl inside the eyeball and then yeah. swim inside the thing and then swim inside the you know the brain and start chewing it all out you're just like oh god this is just so uncomfortable and gross to watch dude that was one of my other favorite moments was when fucking like you know peacemakers like sitting there like i i need to recover the hard drive whatever and was like kill mm-hmm. everyone and she has the hard drive he's like sorry i gotta kill you and she's like why don't you just shoot the hard drive and he's like yeah. oh, i've come too far <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like i like how they address like you could just literally with your gun just shoot the hard drive and this would have ended like 10 minutes ago <laughs> Yeah. and i like how they brought back the smaller bullets thing you know? yeah mm-hmm. but the uh no I, I on a whole i think it's definitely one of the best dc movies and well, it was fun you know yeah that's what i was saying earlier too is like literally the last two dc movies watched were wonder woman 84 and birds of prey and i thought it was better than both of those movies like well it was better than birds of prey it was light years better than wonder woman 84 so uh wonder woman 84 what a piece of shit but um <laughs> at least birds of prey had huntress like huntress like cracked me up in that yeah movie. no i mean birds of prey had its good moments and stuff but i just felt like as a whole cohesive thing like I still believe that, like you know, I don't think as though as well as Margaret Robbie is at playing Harley Quinn, I don't think she can carry like an entire movie like by herself. No, her character's. I mean, Harley Quinn, I don't think is really a character that you can take a whole movie of. <laughs> you know, like being the the forefront. Um, but yeah, it's it's just I don't know what it is about DC. It just it's so different than Marvel. Like everything, every time you watch like a a DC movie like this, it just feels kind of dirty and dark, and you know, it's more serious than light. It's it's a serious movie with some lighthearted moments, mm-hmm. where like Marvel is more like a lighthearted movie with some serious moments. And when they you get know. to the and by the time Marvel gets to the serious moments, it's like the 18th movie in the series. <laughs> so you're, yeah. you're a little more ready for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at, you know, Marvel drops, like they start with like Thor and Captain America and these movies that are basically toothless, you know, in, in, in they're, they're fun. They're popcorn films, you know, but they're also not in the top of the Marvel offerings. And by the time you're you're hooked and they drop Winter Soldier and all that on you, it's you're you're in. You're ready for it. You're ready for the gr- dirty gritty reality. But uh, yeah, when you go, you know, hey, how about we start with you know, well they would start, but like Man of Steel watching Superman murk people, and then let's get to Batman versus Superman and like everything looks like Gears of War in 2006. <laughs> it's like. Nah, good. Remember comics that were fun? Remember when I had fun reading comics? Like, I don't 
make me feel like that. Like, how about, and that's the thing that Suicide Squad does really well. It's fun. It's like Shazam. That's the other good DC movie I would throw out there. Both of them are fun. They're, they remember that they're fun comics to read first, and then they do everything else second. And Yeah. Did, uh, did either of you catch, uh, Mantis actually being in Suicide Squad? I mean, like, the yeah, actress. Yeah, she's uh, one of, she's one of the dancers, right? Yeah, she's the, the she's the main dancer, like, at the yeah. strip club. <laughs> well, it's funny because I actually look, not knowing that, I looked it up because when they get in the club, they linger on the dancers mm-hmm. for, like, no reason. There's no reason to even show the dancers. And, and, I, and I had the thought of, like, okay, that's someone. Someone is on that stage, and I didn't recognize it, so I looked it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, hey, Mantis, all right, good job. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, overall, um, it was a passable movie to me. I mean, like, I did find myself looking at my phone, looking at how much time had passed, looking at how much time was left. So... I mean, I'm yeah. just convinced Shannon isn't like fun anymore. Like he didn't like <laughs> Godzilla vs Kong. He ripped on Mortal Kombat. Maybe it's just a bad year for movies because of COVID. Maybe. Maybe they're just putting out their B-roll. Or maybe it's a bad year for you because of COVID. Maybe you're just not in the right headspace to watch mm-hmm. watch these movies. <laughs> maybe because I saw Fast Nine this weekend too, and <laughs> oh, uh, I still. I still haven't seen that, but if you guys want to talk about it, it's fine. I probably won't see it anytime soon. So, no, I mean we could wait. I mean, it, there's no rush for me to to talk about that. Well, so movie. now do you believe me when <laughs> I told you though? Between the two, I watched literally Jungle Cruise and then watched Fast Nine, and Jungle Cruise was the more believable movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I, I do, I do like the fact that with all the shenanigans that were going on in the Fast Nine, though that Tyrese is actually just like, wait a minute, dude, are we really superheroes? Are we immortal? Like, can we just do whatever the hell we want to do? Like he gets all meta with like (laughs) their, their whole team, which is probably one of the funnier parts of that movie. And he just went on like R slash fast and the furious and was like saying what everyone posts pretty much. All of a sudden, uh, Samuel Jackson shows up and you realize it's been taking place in the unbreakable universe the whole time. (laughs) Dude, I will tell you when they go to Japan and they're supposed to be like, you know, checking out to see where like Han is or like what's going on with this postcard that Han sent them. And this sniper takes out like these people in the alleyway. I swear to Christ, like the sniper guy has like, I don't know. Can I spoil it? Justin? like, I don't don't care. So, Han is the sniper, right? And he is in the alleyway and he takes out like three dudes with a long distance rifle. When you look at that alleyway, it is maybe like 10 feet long. Like he is up on a he is up on like a stair, like, you know, one of those like fire escapes. That's maybe like 10 feet away from these guys with a long distance rifle and a scope. And Uh, I'm just like, dude, (laughs) like how can we how did you not hit the people behind the people that you were shooting? Like, it is ridiculous. Um, he could have been up there with a Derringer and still hit him. Like he could have been up there with a Saturday night special like that. He took out of his boot a minute ago yeah. and he probably could have done the same amount of damage. <laughs> that's, well, dude, that's, that's why like after watching that, that's why I'm like not even surprised anymore that they want to like do a crossover with the Jurassic Park universe, because that's literally the only place they can go next. No, like, fuck they that. They should do Transformers so high that it's like they can only go to like that level of ridiculousness next because it's like, They've they've peaked. They've gone beyond the. They've jumped like the shark, and now they want to 
jump the like the dynamic Rex, like bro dude they went into outer space how hard is it to fucking go into outer space like land on a spaceship that's got transformers on it come back down now you've now you've got an actual franchise right because for like the longest time they've been driving like sports cars and all these fast ass cars now you have like an alien race that actually like can turn into cars and like can also turn into like warrior bots like just merge those two together a lot better than jurassic park i'm i'm sold let's do it <laughs> i mean fucking a dude i'm all about it like that is transformers right there and then it, paul walker is in bumblebee and like see you again starts playing <laughs> he, like drives off it'll be uh it'll be like that perry bible fellowship comic where they transform and crush all the people inside the car <laughs> you, see, you see blood and body parts showing up <sighs> yeah that's fuck dude the logistics of that movie like seriously like uh <laughs> there there was one part where interpol shows up because interpol uh you know and they come into the crime scene and then like you walk outside and there's a just a van that has interpol written on the side of it nice. and like my girlfriend uh, as, was like as they do as they do yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what my girlfriend was like she was like you know that's that's what it, that sounds like what interpol does she actually pulled up interpol's website to mm-hmm. see if on their website they had any vans with just like Interpol like slapped on the side. They have vests with Interpol written on the back that they sport all the time, like apparently in all of their photo shoots, but no vans. No vans at say Interpol. That's, that's really funny. Yeah, I actually want to do like a spoiler thing once you do watch it to get into the nitty gritty of everything that happens. <laughs> but I did just want to say that one of my other favorite things about the movie that I noted very early on was because, you know, Dom's kid is like older at this point or whatever and at one point you know he's at the house with letty with the kid and then like people show up and he's like you know, get in the bunker like whatever <laughs> and they're like the it's like they're friends that they haven't seen because they're like living off the grid but then they like go to do a mission and like helicopters are shooting at the car and shit and stuff and i'm like dude is the kid in the back seat like with dom and letty <laughs> like and they get out and there's no kid and i'm like where the fuck is the kid like and then finally about like 90 minutes into the movie like Dom's sister is like oh yeah you know your kid is with Brian and our kid safe with Brian and I'm like you're just now mentioning this like 90 minutes into the movie like when oh, should have been like very early on be like hey I'm gonna go take the kid to Brian's or whatever while and I'm just like there's a kid in the back like getting like shot to shit by these like fucking hell like tactical helicopters that are chasing him down. It would, so, have great, it would have been great if she was like, we dropped him off at the Olive Garden because when he's there, he's family. <laughs> so, so they're they're in, Letty and Mia are in Japan, right? And like they're sitting there and they're talking about how like they uh, how crazy it is that Jacob's back in their lives because Jacob's their brother. And they Mia turns to Letty and says, Dom may be my brother, but you will always be my sister. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, I, I just don't get that that whole line it's it doesn't mean anything really yeah i mean they referenced family like 80 times throughout the entire movie they they made it a point to drive home the family thing like you you never turn your back on family (laughs) you take you take family away from a toretto 
and you're asking for a yeah. world to hurt. <laughs> I mean, and that that was part of the whole thing too. Was literally he like John Cena lost to Dom in a drag race, and his punishment was he had to keep driving and never look back. <laughs> and that was him losing his family. It was him punching the steering wheel, crying as his family's in the distance as he drives off to Foxville. Like, right? <laughs> uh, uh, nothing's more important than family. Unless you lose a fucking drag race, then you're fucking <laughs> kick rocks, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, huh? like, uh, so yeah, that, that'll be a fun one to watch when it's free. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paying for it, but I'll, I'll get to it when it's free. But uh, so yeah, is, is that a show, you guys? Anything yeah, else? Dude, two hours, like two hours of pure substance, right? Also, Ted Lasso is great this season. Oh yeah, team I team love that show. Team Sam all the way. Fuck Air Dubai. <laughs> Just got to get that out there. Um, if you know, if you know, you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess that is a show. Thanks for riding with us this week and all of our musings and, and chaos and fun stuff. Um, Shannon, anything else you like to add? No, just oh, you. You, you, you know, look like you were going to say something. I was going to say something like when you ride with us, you're riding with family. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is all I could come up with. Well, I'm going to toss it to Justin to take us out of here. But, uh, you know, tell tell your friends, tell, tell your family. Picks a life. It's a good show. You should listen. And we'll tell you all about it when we see you again. Justin, how about you take us out? You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of that Pixel Life podcast. We got some spoiler discussion going on in the uh, Discord about Suicide Squad. So if you've seen it, you know, let us know what you think. You've heard our opinions on it now. Why don't you tell us what you thought of the movie? And if you're listening to us on iTunes, why don't you shoot us a review? Tell us how you like us, how you think we're doing. And uh, you know what, Shannon? If Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Uh, he would say, "Go be great, guys." It's just like that. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And then he would probably say, "I'm an idiot for not liking Suicide Squad." Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Come so, at so, me, bruh. <laughs>